So in other words, the biggest crutch to the evolution of human thought is breaking your own indoctrination. It's very, very difficult to overcome emotional elements that have become so ingrained in you that you have an immediate reaction, an immediate suffering and pain when anything interferes with that. It's a very, very complex problem. But I'll say it again, we have to learn how to break, excuse me, we have to learn how to identify and break our own indoctrination if we expect to move forward at all as a civilization. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. If you forgot, I'm Jay. How could you forget that I'm Jay? This guy, he's Welly F. I don't know what type of drugs you on right now, but bro. Chill out, dog. two sips. We ain't been back. It's been a while. We ain't been here in three weeks, dog. We can't just be. We can't. We can't. I, I gotta come in here energy. I gotta come in here like the Meek Mill intro. We gotta apologize. We have to apologize. Okay, we gotta apologize. You lied to the people on episode ninety-eight. Told them we were gonna be back. Yeah, people worried though. I did have people worried. I, yeah. I didn't know people really took me that seriously. I tell people all the time not to take you seriously. What I do got, they do? I got mad texts and Instagram. Y'all done? For real? Just hung it up. Y'all, y'all done? At ninety-eight. Such an odd number to hang it, it up. It is, man. It is. Now we at ninety-nine. If we were getting a divorce, we'd have to tell the judge we had irreconcilable differences. <sighs> Okay, hold on. Hold that thought. I was thinking about divorces today. If divorces were hindered by someone saying, hey, if we file this divorce and you're the one that initiated this divorce, you either get five years of prison time and a $250,000 fine, would you, would you still say, say, fuck it, I'm going to divorce this person? If I knew that was the stipulation going into marriage, I probably just wouldn't get married. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking about that today. I was like, I mean, honestly, why don't they do that? Because I know somebody right now that's going through a divorce, and they're saying, man, it costs a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you knew that going in, that, you know, divorces, are they're not cheap. So, therefore, I mean, just imagine if they were like that. Like, that would be crazy if you really went into a divorce, and you're signing papers, you're happy to go look at the courthouse, and then you look at the other person, you're like, well, shit, if this shit ever fell... Is divorce really an option? Because you're finna be blocked up for five years. Five years. In a minimum security prison. Bruh, but to know that that's the circumstances and you either cheat or file for a divorce anyways, you gotta hate that situation. You gotta hate that motherfucker for real. There, there gotta be some loopholes. Like, you, you like you can't be, oh, domestic violence or something like it's that. Just think about it. You're the one that initiates the divorce, so you go to prison for five years or get the $250,000 fine. And let's just say, in most, in most cases, people will get the fine. That $250,000 fine is going to gain interest. It's going to fuck up your credit. And I think that shit is legit, man, because I'm looking you at... You know how long it takes you to pay back two fifty? You know how long it takes you to pay back forty? You know how long it takes you to make two fifty? <laughs> the average person in America right now is making, well, I want to say twenty nine five. So, yeah. Really? Something like that. I remember one time I sent y'all a number not too long ago. I remember like almost a year yeah. and a half ago. That is long, sir. That's, that is long. It's 18 I said that shit like it's it was too long ago. Wow. Eight, two months ago. I'm tripping over here. That's what happens when you're gone for three weeks. All right, man. But bust this intro down. Oh, okay, okay. Um, you know who Peter Joseph is? I still don't know who Peter Joseph is. <laughs> I had three weeks to find out who Peter Joseph is. I still don't know who Peter Joseph is. All right, man. Peter Joseph, well-known, published author to a degree, 
um, he had this film called Zeitgeist. And um, Zeitgeist was basically one of those, in my opinion, is one of those movies that, that came in at, a right, at the right time. And it's kind of like, to a degree, the backbone of the conspiracy theorists that are taking over the web right now. When you just got a lot of people on the web that are just like questioning everything and just making these ridiculous assumptions, talking about how the the um, the Parkland uh, shooting was uh, you know was a false flag. When you hear the terms false flag, or when you hear uh, politicians or puppets and stuff like that, that's stuff that that came about through the Zeitgeist movement because what Zeitgeist was all about. Um, I want to say it was if the movie is uh, I want to say Zeitgeist moving forward, and I believe there's just a Zeitgeist. But either way, the takeaway from Zeitgeist is to question everything. And I tell you all the time, you question everything to a degree where you can sound stupid sometimes. It's like, come on, bro, you you ain't gotta question everything. That's why one of my favorite Banksy uh uh. Uh, tags is where it says question everything and it's a little a little a little, little uh why in the side, on the side it's like question everything why it's why like do these, i gotta question everything but at the Boom. same time you told me to question everything so i'm questioning this you know but um it's like they say to the little kids well why you do that well why you do that well why you do that so you just get to the point where because Bruh. because i don't even know why i do it because i just know that this is what i gotta do man and um i feel like the intro was perfect just due to the fact of you know where we've been in the past three weeks, bro. We got we can we can sit here for three hours if we want to because we got so much to cover, but we're not that important. No, so <laughs> we're not worth three hours of your time. Nah, man. I even had somebody say, "Damn, those episodes are pretty long." I was like, "We try to keep it at an hour," and I and I was like, "I got to be honest. Even when I'm listening to myself, I got to be doing some other stuff. Bruh. I just can't sit down and listen to a podcast. I got to be <sighs> driving. I got to be working out. I got to be cleaning up. I got to be doing something. I'm just not that interesting." I, I know I'm not. <laughs> um, but to basically the the key part of I'm, I'm I'm explaining who Peter Joseph is. If you ever have interest, you know, hey, look up Zeitgeist and you'll see what he stands for. But I'm I think the intro was good because or solid because he he used the term indoctrination, and I feel like we're in a day and age where um, uh, basically indoctrination is 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 accepting ideals and beliefs without questioning. You're, you're taking these ideals in uncritically. Like, we don't ever ask why why is it that, you know, boys are blue and girls are pink. We don't ever ask why, you know, why do we have to um, identify as African American or white American? We don't ask these questions. We were brought into the world and we just accepted these things without questioning when we were two or three. Maybe we did question them when we were two or three, but we didn't have the... Um, we didn't have the credibility or the uh, position in society to actually matter. We didn't matter then, so questioning them was going to do anything. It's not going to do anything at three years old. It'll, it'll get you questioned. Exactly. Why? You're asking too many questions because I'm because I said so. You know. <laughs> so I'm perp. I, I posted something on the website. Uh, I mean, not on the website, but on our Instagram, and it basically was a it was off of Janelle Monae's new album, uh, "Dirty Computer," which is a dope ass album all it's it's a very feminist album it's extremely feminist but i listen to the album and i i it's like something about it that makes me say you know i'm comfortable listening to this album like it doesn't make me uncomfortable like i respect the fact that people are trying to push the norms now because people are actually questioning shit like 
don't get me wrong. I'm still a firm believer in, you know, I like classy women. I don't think that we need women, you know, just running around whoring themselves out just because they feel like, oh, men are dogs. Men get to do it. That's a that's that's a weak excuse to to want to be a whore. And that's a and, and for a man, if you growing up, you know, just dogging women, and you're like, well, shit, you know, that's what society told me to do. I mean, you've been indoctrinated into being a a dog ass dude, and that's not cool. You should really either challenge yourself to be better. Or question yourself to why you do that because even I've been in situations where I'm like, you know, what was the purpose of having, you know, having sex with that person if I really didn't love them? You know, a lot. Of, I'm just saying it happens sometimes. I, 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 I get what you mean. Sex so, is enjoyable, but sometimes you're like, I, I'm just trying to get these rocks off. Basically, it, sometimes with the wrong person, and then you know, we and then get sometimes them. you end up using people and manipulate them because you may know they feel more for you than, than this is just sex, but you out there just trying to get your rocks off and everything and. I mean, I've been on both sides of that coin. I yeah. know how that game goes. Yeah, I mean, we we get used a lot in, in this day and age because once again, women are women have caught on and women are pushing the norms. You know, everybody is trying to fight that indoctrination that they've been that they've been victim to. Um, but uh, the Janelle Monae song was posted in a, under the it's on the it's on the it's on the Instagram. You'll see FTS and um, FTS stands for Free Thinker Society. And I feel like that's something that I'm going to say a lot because I feel like, not because of Mr. Yeezy, but because <laughs> I feel like I've always kind of been that type of person that's like, man, like, I'm thinking how I want to. You're not going to make me think this way because I'm black. Like, that's I was listening to a podcast this week, uh, the Crystal Clear podcast, and I like her podcast simply because it's always less than 30 minutes. And I can actually relate to her because she's not the type of black person that um, that's in a box. Like yeah. she she feels the way she feels, and it's like shit. This is what I do, and I fuck with that. I don't agree with everything she says, but I fuck with her. And um, she talked about the Yeezy situation, and she basically talked about how, in my opinion, when I break it down, I feel like as a person that wants to be in by the way you're you're officially a member of the free thinker society i don't know if you want to be a member but if you want to be a member am i really that much of a free never mind i will say so because i look at you know stay low and build is it stay low or stay strong stay low stay, stay low. low and build that's, that's i mean my, that's my new motto yeah i mean that's that's real shit and people aren't thinking like that people are people are people want to show off and build mm -hmm. you know how they go you know but um, as far as the free thinker society goes, I just want people to understand that um, unlike Thanos, I come in peace. <laughs> Thanos, just... came, Thanos came in his own version of peace as well. His own version of peace. Everybody has their own version of peace. Very, very, very true. Think, keep that in mind when you think about the fact that Donald Trump is up for a Nobel Peace Prize. People aren't talking about it, but it's true. I read I, when you told me that I read up on it, and the Republican Party pretty much nominated him. Of course, just like the Democratic I Party. I, I, I didn't Obama. know there was a nomination thing like that. I thought there was like a committee that was like, okay, these are going to be the finalists. But I didn't know there was like you know public perception of like, okay, we nominate Donald Trump, and like you know you may not agree with a lot of Donald Trump's policies and shit, but I don't know. He's actually having decent talks with North Korea. You see, who what was he did the last? Who was the last president to have decent talks with North Korea? Was it was it Reagan? Was it Reagan? I think. Let me see. No, that was well. Damn, I forgot. No way. I know. I ran country. That was Reagan, right? 
Ray Numbers. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. Jay Z said some shit. Come on, man. I know, I know. Damn. Contra, I ran contraband. <laughs> Don't do me, bro. Don't do me, bro. <laughs> One of the hardest songs he's ever made, by the way. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, then let's not get to to that. Okay, Free Thinker Society. Yeezy had some opinions. Crystal Clear even said it herself. Um, See, I'm a week behind. The last last episode I heard was a well at my feet, so I'm a week behind. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so you do listen to my suggestions. I, I told you. I told you. <laughs> my bad. We as black people can have opinions that differ from the masses of the other black people. Bottom line. If you can't respect the fact that another black person feels another way about a situation that you do, and you got it doesn't make any sense. You have no respect for that black person. If anything, before posting pictures of them as a white person and saying that they're a coon, like you're not helping them. All you're doing is basically saying, I don't like your opinion. Fuck you. You have no chance to change my mind. And we've talked about this before off air. Like, how many people have you disagreed with in your life to the point where you're like, damn, you ain't fucking with them no more? Like, it's going to take a few disagreements for me to actually stop fucking with you. That's going to have to be a a consistency pattern and practice of disagreement. Exactly. To the point where I'm like, okay, we just don't see eye to eye on so much shit. And even that, it's like, it's not the not seeing the eye to eye. It's not seeing eye to eye and not understanding where you're coming from. Because I can see, I cannot see eye to eye with somebody and still understand where they're coming from. If you're open minded enough, if you're just closed minded and you know that you're right about your situation, then you know it is what it is. And that agree to disagree is only going to get you so far if you're disagreeing on everything because you're so closed minded. But if you approach a situation more open mindedly, then you're like, you know, I don't agree with what you're saying, but I can see where you're coming from. I don't agree with what Thanos was doing, but I can see where it was coming from. I didn't agree with what Killmonger was doing, but I can see where he was coming from. Damn. That shit crazy, bro. <laughs> Thanos is described as a nihilistic... His, his approach to life is nihilistic, meaning that he has an impulse for destruction. And I'm sorry for people that don't really give a fuck about Infinity War, but you're about to hear gems all through this bitch, pun intended. Um, <laughs> Thanos' approach to society, to life was, I'm going to destroy. and But while I destroy, I'm going to come up with an excuse for why I destroy. So it's so hilarious to me that people are actually trying to come together and say, well, his reasoning for wanting to destroy half the population doesn't make any sense when he could just do this. Well, guess what? When when Ted Bundy went on his murder rampage, it didn't make any sense either. He just wanted to kill people. He found pleasure in killing people. When when the uh, DC snipers were shooting people, his excuse was his wife, blah, blah, blah. They're psychopaths. They have a nihilistic approach to life. And in that moment... They're going to kill and destroy whatever whatever they can destroy just to make themselves feel better. It's, uh, that's his bottom line. But I don't, I don't like. I don't even think that was his motivation. I was listening to this uh, other podcast. I think it was like Wester Bros or something. They did kind of like a breakdown of Infinity War. And one of the guys on there, he's like, you know, this is what Thanos do, did was like a Mitt Romney thing. Mitt Romney would buy businesses, fire half the staff, and make it profitable. Like you to. To continue the sustainability of life, he had to get rid of half the population. Like, this is a common practice. You gotta ask yourself somebody that evil, somebody that demonic. Who, Mitt Romney? Both. Mitt Romney (laughs) Romney or Thanos. 
Do you really think they give a damn about the sustainability of life? They're going to survive anyway. Well, yeah, when you're doing executing, <laughs> when you're doing executing, it makes you feel good. Yeah. It's like, it's a God complex. It's like Hitler at the end of the day, there are people that actually have excuses for why Hitler did what he did. And then there are people that will be looking like, see, that's why Hitler tried to kill them Jews. You see what they do? I mean, <laughs> you, it, see, you see they out here wilding. Yeah, them, hey, them Jewish folk, man. They got all the money, too. You know, he was trying to put, break some balance. But that balance wasn't going to benefit all of us. No. Just like the Thanos' balance. His balance didn't benefit everybody. But his balance didn't have any discrimination either. Shh. It discriminated because of all. Uh, all the Avengers survived. There's a reason behind that. I mean, that wasn't of his choosing. You as know, far as it, we it, know, it was, it was, the stones did the choosing. Say, Stanos had stones like Jordan had rings. Before. Bruh, literally. <laughs> literally. That's what happened when you get six rings, bro. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. You, you fuck shit up. You go down as the greatest. And you would... I need, I need nice cast to make me a Jordan Thanos meme. Where, where they both of that with the six rings and the six gems. That's what that's what I need. I need Nice Cast to accept the fact <laughs> that Infinity War is the greatest comic book movie of all time. I just need him to do that one time. <laughs> just do it for me. But that's your opinion. It's it's my opinion, but at the same time, the masses have spoken. And the masses on Rotten Tomatoes talking to, you know, giving it a low rating, they were hurt. I keep telling you that. When you walk up walk out of a superhero movie, you don't go into a superhero movie expecting them to lose. No. So when you walk out of there and they lost and you're not used to that, you're hurt. A Rotten Tomato user, the first thing they're gonna do is say, Fuck this movie. <laughs> my favorite superhero died. Like this Spider Man, damn that son. Trash ass movie. People walked away from plenty of superhero movies, not really feeling anything. They like, oh I liked it, it was good, but you really didn't feel anything. But people are actually talking about this movie to the point where it's like, damn. And it's not hype. It's not hype. Like, you know, I'm a big fan of, I don't like overhyping shit. Just like I feel about the J. Cole album. Like, the J. Cole album is a good album, but I'm not finna fall into the overhype. I'm not gonna fall into the overhype of of Drake's album when it comes out. I'm gonna listen to it when I feel like listening to it. And I'm gonna judge it fairly because at the end of the day, me personally, I feel like Drake is gonna be Drake. That's what I was gonna say. I'm definitely falling into the overhype because to me, Drake doesn't miss. The only time to me personally that Drake missed was Marvin's Room. I still can't stand that song. That song's just trash to me for some reason. It's all sad and shit. I don't want to hear that sad shit. Listen, that's, you just proved my point. You you turn on a you turn on a rap album. You didn't want to hear no sad shit. They walked into the Avengers, bro. They <laughs> won. They two and zero. They two and zero, bro. They not two and one. Cause they took that L. You don't. You're not used to that. You're not used to that, bro. Like when you see, like when you see the Cavs lose with LeBron, it hurt. I'm just saying, bro. Bro, my dream scenario is the Rockets playing the Cavs in the finals. That way, I really can't be sad at the outcome. <laughs> That's I'm an interesting one, man. Sad That's an interesting one. I think I think everything falls in the hands of James Harden. If he goes ghost, they're not winning. Bottom line, he's 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 gonna have to get Clay in the foul trouble. <sighs> Man, y'all boys, is, I don't know, man. It's just when I think of when I think of the NBA right now, man. They just it's just the person that was controlling the 2K when they created the teams. <laughs> they just they just make sure the Golden State Warriors was right, and them Golden State Warriors is scary, man. I don't understand why people just don't understand that. At times, I feel like they're unbeatable. I feel like the only time they lose, they beat themselves. Yeah, just saying. They just have an off night, and, yeah. and, they, and they realize like, eh, just wasn't falling tonight. Bottom line. I know out of seven games, it's going to fall at least four. That's going to be scary, man. 
But hey, you know, like we do, we always all over the place. But either way, man, let's get back to free thinking. Um, I just hate that we're at a point in society where, where hate is the wave. Everybody just feels like if, if I hate this along with this person, then everything is cool. Like, bro, what's up with that shit, man? Why we gotta, why y'all gotta be so hateful, dog? Like, why we just, uh, and it's not, it's funny because I like seeing people getting along and agreeing, but it's like, is that the only time everybody's gonna be cordial? Is when they agree on something that's negative. I'm like, dude, Donald Trump out here, you know, releasing prisoners, getting prison, you know, getting prisoners released to him. POWs. Bro, basically, POWs. Man, he got, he got, he actually having to sit down, and it may not, it may not end up how we want it to end up. I mean, he 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 talked, he talked like chilling on the nukes for right now, bro. Like that's something we've been trying to do for years, getting to chill on the nukes. He's being even very though, presidential, even though we don't chill on our nukes. You ever noticed that we got no chill when it comes to our nukes? Everybody else, like, example, like Iran. I need y'all to fall back. North Korea. I need y'all to fall back. Yeah. Well, USA. I need y'all to fall back. Whoa, 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 whoa. This ain't about us. This is about you and your nukes. It's the U.S. for you. Hey. First world problems. Hey. But I'm just saying, man. Like, I, just, I mean, I guess when music comes out, people tend to come together. That's a positive moment. I don't know. It just kind of feels like everybody just sits around and just waits for something to complain about, and then they they come together and hate. <laughs> just, I mean, but if if, it, if it's if it's in like in our group chat, you know. Some some musical drive and people be like, nah, I wasn't fucking with it, I wasn't fucking with it. And then you know, then it's a battle. Yeah. Like like the post Malone was a battle. That shit was a huge battle, man. I'm like, dog. I still haven't listened to that one. I don't think so. Hey, I understand, man. I still haven't listened to it. I like I say, man, it it doesn't it doesn't bother me when people don't like the music I like. It doesn't even bother me if they don't give it a chance. At the end of the day, as long as I enjoy it, that's all that matters. And just don't disrespect me for liking it. If I find something hot. I'm gonna throw it that I consider hot. I'm gonna throw it your way. If you don't find it hot, so be it, bro. I love Francis and the Lights. I'm gonna throw it your way. If you don't like it, that's cool. That's on you. Just don't disrespect me. Eddie Briscoe loved Kings of Leon. I like that one song, but for the most part, I don't really mess with it. That's a new one. I didn't know that. Kings of Leon, dope though, but yeah, yeah. I don't just I don't, I don't go looking for them. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I, I got I got my few off beats, like like you know. Um, Lincoln Park, you know, rest, rest in peace, Chester. Uh, Trace Atkins, I like Trace Atkins. Little hmm. Luke Bryan, you know, I, hmm. I, I, I dabble. That Luke Bryan is, I dabble. So many people like him, man. Like brothers, it's some Hispanic. I'm just like, I don't Be, know because country. because new country is more R and B than old country, hmm. and and Luke Bryan is, is one of those that's more R and B. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I guess I'll listen to him on the way on the way home. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you can. I think he's gonna be out here in September. I'm gonna buy my house in September. I might check it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know who else is out here in September? Who? Ho. Be- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I thought the Luke Bryan tickets was kind of high. I ain't think you're going to both. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because <laughs> we were talking about the ACL festival. Man, that shit probably ain't happening this year. There's a lot of shit going on. Even though I would like to see Gambino, just saying, you know, that I just. <sighs> you know, ACL was live. It was live, man. And I feel like Gambino was probably a. Tad bit of a better performer than Chance. Just saying, Gambino was. Chance, yeah. Gambino's creative, dog. Like, Chance didn't seem like he wanted to be there, Loki. <laughs> he got the fuck off the stage, bro. He was trying to leave early. Man, he got. He did leave early. He like seven minutes early. And they brought him back. He's like, oh, 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 he's going to do this whole song? I, I didn't know. Gambino, for me, has always been this guy that 
is not in that box. I, I mean, agree. he's I mean, he's 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 biracial, but at the end of the yeah, he's biracial. What's, what's, the, what's the breakdown? It's black and white. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> he says it on the album. He's like the only white boy that can uh, say the N word. It's, it's it's funny, but yeah, he's biracial, oh. which is which is a problem in the Hotep community, because in the Hotep community, you can't have an opinion unless you're full nigga, straight up. I don't know if you're familiar, you familiar with the Hotep community. I'm not familiar with the Hotep. The Hotep community, community is basically that extreme anti-white, pro-black community. Okay. Their their existence um, pretty much is um, they believe that um, the the pharaohs were black. Okay. Um, their founder, um, I want to say, I think her name was uh, Mary Ellen Tracy. Um, she she used to be a Mormon, and um, she, she she I believe she ran a prostitution ring, and then she converted to a Mormon, and then she had this epiphany one day, and she became very pro-black and started following the um, the uh, the belief system of uh, Kemetism. Like commit and uh, it's if you ever see the the onk, you know what the onk is, right? Mm-hmm. That basically a symbol that I best I believe it symbolizes life. The you have the vagina and the penis, basically. Long story short, <laughs> <laughs> hoteps are very very opinionated, and they ain't fucking with you if you ain't full black. So a lot of them have a lot of negative things to say about the This Is America video because they get mad at the fact that they feel like. Black people, um, in general, only listen to the messages of biracial people, and they put out some pretty solid points. I mean, Barack Obama. I just learned that chess was. I mean, of course, a lot lot of people don't know. I mean, just like people didn't know Bob Marley was biracial. A lot of people didn't know. You know, they 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 tend to forget Holly Berry is biracial. They they tend to forget. You know, what's the guy uh, that said uh, black girls are magic or whatever? Jesse. Jesse Williams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Really? No, I'm saying people just don't know the... Really? I mean, Jesse I Williams? Really? Hey, man. People are very oblivious to a lot of things. Some people don't care. And that's, and that's why Donald Glover, to me, it's like, yeah, he's, he's, he's darker complexion. I don't see the white in him. His, you know, one of his parents must have been black as hell, because I didn't see the white in him. He ain't that brown. He's pretty brown. I think he's more brown in the... In the I mean, we, we haven't seen him in person. Is he paper sack brown? Paper sack. Paper sack. Yeah, 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 paper sack. I mean, and then I mean, he's he's more in love with his black side. You see his hair; it's hard to it's hard to tell. But yeah, yeah, he has that black hair. I mean, some people that didn't know Kaepernick was a biracial bro. They just look at these people like they light skin. I'm serious, man. People are idiots. We've come to that conclusion <laughs> a couple times, but I mean, it's the truth, though. I mean, this is America video. I'm be 100 with you, bro. I just enjoyed the song. I ain't give a shit about nothing that was going on in that video. I was just laughing at the fact that the boy was dancing his ass off and enjoying himself. Boy, he, that, that shoot dance, he killed that. Bruh, he was hitting that hole. I was Bruh, that, that one move with the, with the leg shimmy? I said, oh yeah, I got to learn that move. I'm going to be in the club in that, Bruh, that move. He is a free spirit. And for the Hotep community to knock him for being biracial, I find it hilarious. But I say this. It must be a beautiful thing to not have to be limited by the fact that you're fully black. Just saying, bro. I mean, and Crystal Clear said it said it best, man. It's damn near like a burden being fully black. Who carry like, but who wants to carry that burden of being fully black? And she used the OJ scenario, like when OJ said, you know, I'm not black, I'm OJ. And she actually put a spin on that that made sense. It was like, 
I don't believe he was ever saying anything negative about black people. He was just saying, bro, I'm my own person. You're not going to put me in this box. Yeah. I'm OJ. I'm not not saying that this, this black box is bad. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, look at me as an individual. Look at me as an individual. I'm the individual I am. I'm tired of everybody looking at me like, I'm just going to run the ball. I'm just going to eat cornbread and collard greens. I'm just going to be a nigga. Some of the most interesting people I've ever met are so cultured, it's ridiculous. And after all these conversations that I had and just like, just listen to people's perspective on the whole Kanye situation, it just made me realize that we literally are in a box. I mean, Chance put the tweet up himself. He was like, you, just because you're black doesn't mean you have to be Democrat. And that's scary that he got a lot of flack for that. It's like, hold on. You do you know you have a freedom of choice, right? See, that's the thing. Black people are in the majority on the lower side of the income line. I'm not going to say poverty. I'm just going to say the income line. And you fail to realize, I know I've said this before, the more income you start to make, the more your your um, views start to line up. You're supposed to vote, but you're with your political with the political views. I mean, honestly, if you're not stupid, if you're voting based off of like, oh, my class president is the most popular, so I'm going to vote for the most popular person as a class president, then you just need to just throw your registration, your voting registration away, because that's not how you vote. You're supposed to vote honestly in line with your economic status, and with some of your personal beliefs too, whether it's religion and blah, blah, blah. It only makes sense. Like, if you're a strong Christian, you don't believe in homosexuality and you're, you're anti-abortion, you probably shouldn't be voting with the Democrats. Probably I'm should. just saying. But black people don't understand that. And when I say black people, I mean as a collective. Because I would say, I would say just to be fair, one in three black people really understand politics. The other two pretty much is just either voting how their parents are voting or voting with what's popular amongst other blacks. I've witnessed it. I mean, oh, that's my, you know, it's not just the, I'm like, this is stuff that I'm witnessing. And it's scary. Um, and, I, and I really feel like we're starting to get more and more to the point where, you know, when you have an opinion that doesn't align with poor people, then it's like you don't care about poor people. I mean, in all honesty, none of us are really just wealthy. I mean, I'm not sitting here. I'm not wealthy. I'm not sitting here with a wealthy person. So when it's all said and done, in fairness, I'm just worried about the people that aren't lazy as shit. I'm worried about the people that aren't, you know, that aren't trying to use their, that the fact that Donald Trump is an office or the fact that they're poor. Like, come on now. Like, you, it's either nowadays you either want it or you don't. No, that's not even fair to yourself. It isn't. It, it's not fair to anybody. Like, you Don't blame this person for me being in a financial bind. You say what? It's like, let me blame this person for me being in a financial bind. Not me running up credit cards and running up all this debt and not paying it. Let me blame somebody else. That's that victimhood mentality, bro. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I had a no boundaries moment at work today. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be having those at work, nah, G. You can't have those at work, G. Bro, it, we, was, we had a barbecue at work today, bro. And like, boy, started talking, man. It, it, it was brothers. It was only one white dude right there. But he wasn't really paying attention. We started talking about the Kim Kard- the, Kard- the Kardashians first. Um, uh, shout out to my homeboy uh, Sean. He got this podcast called uh, "When We Feel Like It." <laughs> when we feel like it, yeah. Yeah, and it was a it, it was an episode that uh, I liked. I didn't agree with it all of it because he basically, if you're a Kardashian, you're crashing. And and I'm like, hold on now. I'm gonna stop blaming these women for the downfalls of these men. It's not a woman's fault that you're a trash ass nigga. I'm gonna say it again. It's not a woman's fault that you're a trash ass nigga. Cause, Kanye, cause to me, Kanye is doing fine. 
Kanye got three kids. He got money. He got he a wife. He, he got he got a wife. Nigga produced three albums, bro. Let me say something. Whoa, whoa, three, four, four. My bad. Maybe push his his, his and Cuddy's. Tiana, um, Nas. Oh shit! Five. Damn, I can't count. He got allegedly got five albums dropping either this month or next month. June for sure. Yeah, yeah. And that's his birthday month, right? Allegedly, I, I think that's his birthday month. But I'm just saying, bro. When you when you're distracted and you're not focused and you're depressed. Like Bryson Tiller said, it's hard to make good music, and it's I mean, hard to do anything when you're yeah, you know. So I mean, besides the boop, boopity boop, doop doop. Besides that, bro, I'm mad because that beat was so good. Oh my god, that beat was so good. I don't think he's gonna waste it, but at the end of the day, he he's a prime troll for that. But at the same time, like, if you're in, if you're really mentally fucked up like that, you don't you're not purposely trolling people. Like you're not focused. So once wait, he, wait, you think he's mentally fucked up? People say he's mentally ill because he doesn't dis, he doesn't agree with people. And he has a Kardashian. It's like, how is that? Oh. Kayla Jenner, Bruce Jenner, whatever his fucking name is. His mama named him Bruce, so I'm calling him Bruce. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. They, he was just gay. <laughs> he was just gay. You know, um, he tried this straight thing out, had with four or five kids, and it just wasn't him. Lamar Odom was a crackhead. His daddy was crackheads. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to say crackheads running your family, but... The predisposition can't be there. Uh, Scott Disick seemed to be doing fine to me. Scott's, Scott doing way better than fine. Scott damn near a pedophile because his girlfriend's like 19 years yeah, old. Yeah, I, I seen that shit. I seen that but shit. But Scott doing fine. Scott doing fine, man. Um, shit, Rob, I mean, he just fucked with the wrong chick. Shit, if, anything, if anything, shouldn't she be doing bad? Cause if you mess with a Kardashian, you crash and shit. Black China doing what she want to do. I th- I th- I, th- I think Rob suffers from some mental issues. I mean, that's on him personally. Yeah, yeah, that's on him. That you put the weight on, you you, you lost your self esteem. I think that's what it was. That's why, boy, I think you like him. Rob has been gone for a while. Boy, you ain't I, seen him in a while. He was in shape for a minute. Oh yeah, and I think that's when Kanye got the lipo. They probably was in shape together. But I mean, I don't think that's Kardashian thing. I think it's a fame thing. Yeah, and but basic. when your woman is in this spotlight and your family is in this spotlight, you need to try to look your best too if you're gonna be in this spotlight. I think that's why Kanye stays off the show and and off the snaps and and as much as he possibly can because he's probably not feeling his best right now, probably not looking his best right now. So you're gonna be above it. You know how I got everybody's attention at the barbecue? I told him I said, "Bro, the Kardashians are the American dream in 2018." Definitely. And people what are they, 10 years running now? I said, people don't want to accept that. And, it, and it, the thing that bothers me the most, you know who put me on to the Kardashians? Black women. Other black people. I didn't know shit about the Kardashians until one of my homegirls was like, you don't watch the Keep It Up With The Kardashians? That shit hilarious. I'm like, okay. So I check it out. I'm like, okay, I don't fuck with reality TV. This shit ain't for me. What happens? Six, seven years later, everybody hates the Kardashians now. Everybody is coming together and hate because they hate the Kardashians now. Jay, you know why they hate the Kardashians? Because they're jealous of them. They're jealous of the fact that they made them who they are. And at the end of the day, they didn't benefit from it. Like like you said, oh, they all got fat, fake asses. They all got fake asses. So? But? <laughs> Kim work out damn near every day. I follow her on Snapchat. She always, I see her personal trainer. Her personal trainer fit. Kim work out damn near every day. Courtney damn near 40. She yeah. ain't got no fake ass, but she in shape. Yeah. Now, I don't know what's going on with Chloe. I can't vouch for her. She worked out and got right, and then her ass got big out of no, nowhere. And I was like, you was... She was a big girl. She's a big woman, though. Yeah, she's, she's like 5'11". Like she's, oh, she's a big motherfucker. She's a big woman. Amazon. Yeah. But 
she she got you know she got a baby and everything you know y'all tripping over her man cheating she ain't doing no tripping so why the fuck are you worried exactly. about it exactly why the fuck are you worried about it being talentless is another wave that has taken over the streets you don't, you don't have, have to have you don't talent. have to have talent when you can get attention <laughs> basically and they they mastered how to get attention 40 years ago the american 40 50 years ago the american dream pilot was the leave it to beaver family <laughs> with the kardashians being the american dream now it just shows you how much society has shifted to a point where it's like, damn, is this where we come to? Yes, it is. People hate Trump so much, but Trump is a perfect representation of what society is. Vulgar. Trump was Trump was that nigga when Trump, he had the apprentice. Trump was, let me tell you something. If you ever go back and watch a documentary on Netflix called The 80s, and you see just who Trump was. Man, Trump was the American fucking playboy, bro. He was that dude. You know why he was that dude? Because the American population built him up to be that way. And that's what they do, bro. They build you up to bring you down. That's all they do. I think Jay-Z said something like that before. Hmm, might have. But anyways, at the end of the day. Where, where he say, uh, build me up, break me down, and build me up again. Oh, he, he said, hold on to bring me back uh, so we can kill your ass again. God. Come on, B. <laughs> Come on, B. He said, he said the same sword they knight you with, they gonna good knight you with, and that's, even, that's only the half if they like you. It's the truth, bro. It's the truth. I mean, the same pedestal they put you on is the same pedestal they're gonna use to try to get you out the fucking box. And it's happening daily, bro. I have no problem with the Kardashians. I just don't care about celebrities that much to actually have any real beef with them. It's a couple of celebrities I want to punch in the face, but. I don't even have celebrities I want to punch in the face, I have athletes. And maybe that's because, to me, you know, that's more important, you know, because I'm, I'm invested You're more in passionate about sports. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I have athletes I, I won't punch in the face, but, you know. I want to punch Josh Whedon in the face for what he did to Justice League. That's a hot take. Uh, hot take. I'm just saying, bro. Now, I need to. Uh, who was who who the head of DC? Warner Brothers, you mean. Well, yeah. Who's the head? I'm like, like, like Kevin Feige's the head of, of Marvel. Marvel, yeah. I don't know who the head of WB is. It's, it's that's a good fact, thing because he needs to, that person needs to stay. Still. No, no. Yeah. They actually just hired somebody new. It's the person that uh, produced the Saw movies. Because I know, because you know, they brought James Wan in to do Aquaman, and you know, he he was the director and the writer of the Saw movies. But I think the producer of the Saw movies is now the ch chairman of WB now or the president of WB now. So I want to say the executive decisions may become a little bit more in tune, may make a little more sense. Because right now, DC is a mess. It's a mess. They losing. They losing. And you was literally winning with just one. You had Batman. You had one motherfucking hero. Bro, you had the hero. You had the heroes. Batman and Superman are the heroes. Yes. And they're really... They're really landing where you would think that they would fuck up. So I think Aquaman might even be might be good just because they do weird shit. Like they fuck up where they should do good, and they do good where they should fuck up. Wonder Woman still shocks me to this day that it was a it was a decent movie. I watched Wonder Woman today. I was gonna watch it because I wanted to check out Doctor Poison a little more. She was intriguing to me, and I just didn't really feel like I got into her enough because I was like so ready for Wonder Woman to get back on the screen when I watched the movie. Um, but no yeah, oh, of course, of course, gal is something else. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so besides that, at the barbecue, 
Um, like I said, man, people were, people were like feeling what I was saying when I said the Kardashians are the American dream. And it's just, it's hard for people to accept the fact that they built them up to this point and you just got to accept that. But it's not fair to tear somebody down just because you're jealous of them now. It's envy. You may not even want to admit it, but you know that's what it is. And a lot of people are closet fans of the Kardashians too. Because you can go on the shade room and baller alert and you're going to see a Kardashian post at least once a day. That's obsession. When you're posting about somebody that you hate, like... I forgot how the saying goes, but I mean, you know, how do I say this? It's you. Sh you should be talking about what you love more than what you hate, and it's to me, it's just. But society talks about what, what it hates more than what it loves. That's what it's, that's what it's turning to. If you go on Yelp to look at a reviews for a oh, restaurant, man. if you have ten reviews, eight of them gonna be hate. Eight, yeah, yeah, at least eight. Gonna be hate. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And, man. and whenever I look at Yelp reviews, that's how I rate the restaurants. Like, okay. Oh, the waitress was slow. Yeah, I can tolerate that. Oh, um, it took them a while to, get, to come take my order. I can tolerate that. My food was bad. I had to send it back. They got the wrong order. Eh, that's human error. Like, I need something like I got food poisoning. Like, I need something, you know, that, that's not just some, some person something being personal. Yeah, yeah, something personal. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that brings me like to... Like you say, the, the waitress was slow. Man, you went on a Friday night. Yeah, bro. They went on a Friday night and it just happened to be fucking Cinco de Mayo. What, what do you expect? You know, it's just, you know, uh, we, people sometimes be extra bougie, man, but I, I really just feel like a lot of hate that's in society nowadays just comes from jealousy and bitterness. People will say, oh, jealous is so-and-so, but I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, man, jealousy, bitterness, being envious, you know, those are honest emotions. It happens, you know. Sometimes you have a friend that's just doing so much better than you, and then you start trying to have this little... Um, competition with them that they don't give a damn about but I mean it happens because that's what people do sometimes people are triggered and they don't even notice what's triggered them mm -hmm. but it happens you know and I, I don't I'm not mad at these people for it I just it saddens me that they can't admit it you know and it's just like man the moral of the story let Kanye be Kanye Kanye ain't gotta agree with you you ain't gotta agree with Kanye yeah. Kanye I, I seen the TMZ where the guy got up there and he's talking you know are you supposed to do, set this example or are you supposed to do this and this and this and this? No. What was Charles Barkley thing? You know, I'm not a role model. Kanye West doesn't have to be your role model. If y'all choose to disagree, Kanye West doesn't have to be your role model. Y'all don't have to agree on everything. Nobody has to agree on everything just because they're black and you're black. Like, that's pointless to me. Man. Me and, I came from my mother's womb and me and her don't agree on everything. Just like he told Charlamagne. I don't got to agree with my mom on everything. We're going to have disagreements. That's why I got my ass whooped when I was young. It's a, dis <laughs> it's a disagreement. I thought this was the right thing to do. And she was Apparently with her, it wasn't. I, I got mean, my ass whooped. Yeah. When I thought I could go to the Reyes's and play um, Sega Genesis and play Sonic and not tell my mom and she tripping, she looked around the apartment complex for me, I thought that was a fine idea. <laughs> it turns when out, I got to the house, I realized it, it wasn't. wasn't. <laughs> and that disagreement did it well. That's, that's life. And... I just really feel like, once again, like, this dude's getting up talking about, I'm hurt, I'm disappointed. Bro, you're a victim. Your victimhood mentality is not about to disrupt my free thinking. My free thinking trumps your feelings. I honestly feel that way. It might sound bad, but my free thinking does not mean that I freely think something as a podcaster. And we've talked about this. As a podcaster, I feel like my responsibility is to not only express my opinions, but bring facts along with it, too. Because if I'm only up here spewing opinions, 
that are probably either they could be laced with hate or positivity. But if only if I'm only spewing opinions, then there's not a lot you're gonna get from it because nowadays a lot of opinions pretty much sound the same. So if you're gonna if you're going to put opinions out there into the world, you as as a podcaster, you have to understand that a lot of us podcasters are on the same level. You know, like we're not wealthy, we're not rich. I mean, we're common folk. So at the end of the day, we should be looking towards one another for guidance, uh, towards one another for, you know, not necessarily leadership, but we should just hold each other accountable for how us common folk are amongst other common folk. When rich people are having rich people conversations, that shit really just entertainment for us, bro. Yeah. That's really how we should look for it. You know, it's entertainment, and we really should have to take what they take what they say with a grain of salt because they don't live the lives we live. Like when I go out, I'm not surrounded by bodyguards. Paparazzi aren't taking pictures of me or digging through my trash. I can't fully relate to Kanye just because Kanye identifies as African American doesn't mean anything anymore. Kanye. That's how I always tell people. It's not about race, really. It's about class. And Kanye is in a whole different class, just like the guy on the TMZ is in a different class. Like, I can't go on Instagram, make a video, and it goes viral in a day. You know, I can't do that because I'm not on that class. I'm not that popular. And I'm, I'm just, I'm a common folk. So the only people that are going to see my videos are who? Common, common folk. People. You know, so that's my responsibility to make sure that what the, thing, the messages that I'm sending out to the common folk are... Are acceptable messages, and however they react to those messages aren't necessarily my. If that's not my problem, like if you don't agree with what I gotta say, unfollow me, block me, and move around. But don't whatever, bash whatever you me. Do. Yeah, but don't bash a person. Like bashing a person is one of the lowest levels of thinking, in my opinion. Because when animals have disagreements, what do they do? They fight. They throw. They throw shit at each other. They bite <laughs> each other. That's low level thinking. High level thinking is actually being able to come to an understanding. Like I, like I told you, when people have a disagreement, the first person starts throwing slander is the person that's losing. Of course. Like when you stop using facts or, or anything, you just start slandering and just say, you know, your mama ain't shit. You know, like, what my mama got to do with this? <laughs> we talking about the NBA Finals, man. My mama don't know who number 23 is. What's going on? Like, What's your frustration? Exactly. Like, I'm just... People just cannot have... High level, high level thinking conversations anymore because in society nowadays, emotions trump facts. And it's crazy. I mean, I'm just out here just trying to be a legitimate person. I'm not trying to cause a malice against anybody. But at the same time, it's really hard when you stay in a world where people really think that it's funny to leave hateful comments under somebody's picture or some shit like that. Like, you don't agree with Fabulous punching this girl in the mouth. Unfollow him on Instagram. Ignore don't anything he music. does. Don't support his music. Don't go to the club and take pictures with him. You know, don't support his foolishness if you don't like the fact that he's a woman beater. It's that simple. Let it simple. You you could just when you don't like something, turn your back on it. It's easier. Let it go. You don't have to bash it. You don't have to let that person know that you're mad at them, that you hate them. I mean, I agree with one of the points where uh that Kanye said where he was like, bruh, we gotta start loving again, bro. Like, that's what John Lennon was all about. Like, everybody feels that peace is unattainable. They got John Lennon out the box. They got that boy out the box, man. Like, mug. Everybody feels that peace is unattainable. I mean, they might be right, but we ain't even trying, bro. Not anymore. We ain't even trying. Like, we got we got people that just really feel that 
that racism is never gonna die. It's like, yeah, with that thought, racism is never gonna die. Yeah, if you just say, well, fuck it, it's not gonna end. I can't change it. Like, like I told him at the at the barbecue, I'm like, bro, like black people want to remember slavery. Black people want to talk about slavery. Black people want slavery to be the reason that they go hard. I'm like, bro, like you going hard for your ancestors because they was in slavery 400 years ago. Honestly, that to me. You know, if that's your motivation, cool, but it sounds kind of crazy to me. My motivation is my family and my friends, you know, my, my uh, you know, uh, you know, attaining good health. Those things motivate me. Like, I'm not really dwelling on the past that much. I fucked up in my own 33-year past. I can't be thinking about 1822, bro. 1822 is long gone, and I ain't telling people to forget about it. I'm just saying, why is it the basis of conversations in 2018 now? Because my great, 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 whatever did this. That so nigga I, probably wouldn't even fuck with you. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I'm just being real. I'm just being real, bro. MLK probably wouldn't even fuck with a lot of niggas walking around like that. No. Oh. What that nigga got on? Fuck around with that young man. I'm just saying, bro. Y'all, he, you know what? who he'd fuck with? Who? Chick-fil-A. He would. Everybody fuck with Chick-fil-A. Everybody fuck with Chick-fil-A. And if you don't fuck with Chick-fil-A, it's a problem. Man, my son loves Chick-fil-A, bro. I'll be like, he'd be looking at me because he'd be looking at the way I've been looking at the people in the window. I'd be like, dog, they creep me the fuck out, bro. Bro, I went through Chick Fil A. I went through Chick Fil A one time and I had this full blown, genuine conversation because uh, my food was taking slow. So they just told me, oh, how's your day? Oh, mine's good. How about you? Oh, yeah, you know, just got finals coming up. Oh, yeah, you're, you're in high school. Yeah, he's like, oh, you going to college? Like, we had this whole conversation. I was like, uh, I don't even know you like that. I'm just trying to wait on my food. But since you talked to me, I got to talk back. Just imagine if the whole world was like Chick-fil-A. Closed on Sundays? That's cool. <laughs> Everybody closed on Sundays. Just stay bro. home. Just shut the world down Just on stay Sundays. home, bro. Just imagine, just, dog. Just stay low on bill. Just stay. My nigga. That's probably one of the smartest things you've ever said. Because you've said a lot of dumb shit. But that right there, I fucks with that, man. I fucks with it, man. Can we just... just can we make, a, make America love again? Because... I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah. Niggas is mad for no reason. We're going to put that on shirts. <laughs> Make America love again. Stay low and build. I got to check and see if anybody got like some patents on that shit yet. But. They coming with it. You know one thing I, I didn't realize, man? When you think about Obama's presidency in his eight years, like, what do you, like, what can you remember from it? Like, as far as, like, something that, like, trended or, like, like, what can you say was iconic about his presidency besides him being the first black president? Politically? Not just anything, bro. I remember him bringing a, a lot of the rappers to the White House. All right. I remember the, um, I, remember him, I remember him, you know, I, I remember his, his connection with the culture. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, and that's not saying that he was, you know, embedded in rap music, but, you know, a black person listens to, you know, the Marvin Gaye's, the so like the music that I grew up on, you know, spending nights with my grandma. Also, you know, the music I listen to now. I remember him being a hooper. I remember him being left-handed. I remember he smoked a little bit, smoked a little cigarettes. I think mm-hmm. he smoked a little weed back in the jump. Yeah, yeah. You know, but as, as far as his policies and, and political stances, I don't. I I remember stuff that happened during his presidency. Like I remember the Trayvon Martin happening, and he said, you know, if I had a son, he looked like Trayvon. And everybody said that 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 was so powerful. And I was like. Hey, he black. If he had a son, he'd probably be black since Michelle black. But you know, I like like you know like I didn't I didn't understand that. But you know that might just be my simple mind. No, no, no. I, and I remember those things too. And I like like I said, man. But I think, as far as what he, his he did politically and his stance on things, 
Yeah. Obamacare, the gay marriage. Oh, Obamacare, gay marriage, you know. And I mean, gay people, you can get married. Shit. I you, don't give a shit. You, you can have equal opportunity for this depression. It's. I was reading something and it was like, marriage is such a heteronormative tradition and it's weird. It was a gay person that wrote this and he basically was like, when you really think about it, Think about the, all the analogies that go with marriage, like the ball and chain. And sometimes when you see wedding cake decorations, it's a husband trying to run, run away from the wife. And, you know, she's, it's, dragging, she's him. dragging them. And it's just like, that's such a toxic thing. And it's traditional to heterosexuals. And it was like, this gay person was like, I really don't even understand why gay people would even want that. Like, we, we just should freely love because... Gayness and homosexuality goes against the norms of 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 um, love culture in a you know in the first world. And I was like, man, this nigga's making a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, in all honesty, gay people really shouldn't even trip because you're gonna live together and you know you're still gonna love <laughs> you, each other. You're gonna do everything. Your marriage you know I mean? is gonna define you. Like, and I'm just sitting there, like like we said at the beginning of the show. I mean, just imagine if you know it took. 250 grand to get divorced no matter what your income was that's kind of one thing i worried about with athe- not worried about but you know one like when atheists get married it's like you know marriage is, t- is, is something solely solely based on the bible it's pretty much marriage is based on the bible you do it you know at the courthouse for basically financial and first world wise first world yeah. wise i mean so I was like, so yeah, why would you, you know take a vow before something you don't believe in but that's another story i'm no story i'm pretty sure if two atheists get together and they're really genuinely atheists. They have a way of going about it that's gonna, you know, say fuck the fuck the norms. They probably just have a cookout. Pretty much. But at the end of the day, it's like, you, what is your bond in? Because a, a, a heterosexual company, a, a couple that believes in, you know, that follows Christianity, their bond is in the Lord. Like it's the Lord bonds us. I mean, what bonds atheists? Maybe science. Maybe, maybe science. I don't know. I have to look up a Scientologist for marriage. See how that is. I'm sure Tom Cruise is there. I'm sure he probably kills people. Because from what I heard from, um, what's your name, from King of Queens, like that Tom Cruise is so high up that he could kill somebody and get away with it. I believe that. I mean, Fabulous could punch you in the mouth, knock out two of your teeth, and you still get it popping in the club. Uh, and females are still swarmed to him. And she went to she she went to court his court date with him side by side. Hey, that's what you do when you when you popping, bro. You do what you want. I mean, future said it best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, people don't want to accept it, but a rich rich people get away with a lot of shit. Trump said it. Even Meek said he's like, if I wasn't rich and famous, I'd still be in jail. Yeah. And I mean, he was already there six months. So I'd still be in jail if I wasn't rich and famous. I brought up that Obama that Obama thing because I was thinking about Trump's presidency in two years and it's like, bro, it's a lot of shit that you could take away from his presidency that we probably never gonna forget, bro. Hey, I, I think I think as much of a microscope as Obama was under, Trump is on that much more magnified. Exactly. And like and like I'm like, damn, when I think about the fake news, we ain't never gonna forget that. People no. use that every day now. Um alternative facts, um, grabbing by the pussy, um, just using words like bigly. Um, it just when I just see just uh, the over exaggeration of simple things. Yes, and like and like I'm sitting there like damn, like and then I mean, uh, his Twitter usage, bro. 
his Twitter usage is going to be, that shit is going to be historical. Like, people are going to be like, the president, you know, he's he's so unpresidential, that's what he's going to be remembered for. But at the end of the day, I mean, unless he gets impeached, I mean, you're going to be able to look back at his presidency and be like, damn, like, it's going to be hard. Like, he put a dent in history. And he's going to get two terms. That's scary, bro. You gotta, you gotta really fuck up to not get two terms. Not only the thing is, how do I say this? The only way to not get him in second term is people that truly dislike him have to not be lazy when they come to vote. Really, and I think, I think a lot of people that really give a fuck about politics, like I don't give a fuck about politics. But if you really give a fuck about politics, you have to get up. You go. It, it depends on on who comes after, like like who who's the next candidate. Because like Joe Biden, really- Joe Biden right now is like. They say he's one of the best choices, but I'm like, bro. Nobody really cared about Hillary. You heard what Joe Biden said the other day, huh? What? Where he was talking about how he, uh, I don't know if he was talking about Flint or Baltimore, but he was like talking about how he went to the hood and uh, got he got he got ladies from the hood and he taught them coding and and stuff like that, you know, on computers. No, you ain't heard about that? Mm-mm. Interesting. Bro. Interesting. Yeah, he used the term hood. And people got offended. Like, what you mean you went to the hood? I'm like, bro, no, man. You, you know when you in the hood. Yeah, Joe. And but they're looking at like Joe Biden can't say something like that. I'm like, oh no, he was, he was. Uh, I don't know. See, Joe Biden would get a lot of votes because Joe Biden is a meme legend. He is, bro. Joe Biden is a he meme is. legend. People are, like, oh, the nigga in the memes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, bad. Definitely, bad. definitely. But. And that shit was hilarious. I'm like, man, people sensitive. Like he said, the hood and they getting mad. I'm like, and it was like it was a group of black people got mad. Like, like I'm like, bro, like you, like you said, you know when you in the hood. I'm like, bro, he was the vice president to the first black president. I'm pretty sure he said, nigga. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably got a nigga pass, bro. He probably just, got a snap where he can say niggas ten times for like the next ten years. I'm just saying, bro. You know, and every time he says somebody like punches a punch card. He can run out eventually, but I mean, clearly he ran out because he can't even say hood no more. Golly, man. But, uh, uh, do you think that, I was thinking about the This Is America video again. Do you think that motherfuckers try to get too deep now? Because I remember what was a point of time. See, when I, can, I, I thought about that earlier too when I was, because I like read like a whole breakdown. It's like, yeah, there's so many layers to this video. And then he's never not going to come out and explain, okay, this is what I was going for. The director's never going to come out and say, this is what I'm going for. They're going to leave it to your open interpretation. Kind of like with J. Cole. He's like, you know, KOD stands for uh, King Overdose, Kill Your Own Demons, and something else. And, like, the rest I'll just let you interpret. Like, nobody's going to explain what they're that's trying art. to do. It's art for you. Yeah, that's yeah. art for so, you. So, I think, I think you, yeah, you might be doing too much. But, like I told you, like... I find that the song jams even Me too. if you take it for surface value. Me too. I like if you're it. not getting it like without seeing the video, you just listening to the song. Like I think the song jams. Me too. I mean I'm just um I could I could actually say that if I was to say I was a fan of most you know of anybody, I mean I could easily say I'm a fan of him just because I've supported so much other stuff that he's done outside of music. So I'm a fan of his work ethic in general. Like with him writing for a community with him being a community, for him writing for 30 Rock, for him producing and directing and writing Atlanta, you know, just, you know, about to be in Han Solo. He's directed many of his videos. I mean, he's just a visionary, and I'm a fan of that. Like, he's a renaissance man. I like that. So it's 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 pretty cool to have somebody like that representing the culture, even though you have your strong pro-blacks out there that just, just ain't fucking with it because... He doesn't. He doesn't look like them, or he doesn't talk like them, or act like them. And his, 
his uh, lineage isn't like theirs. Like, your mom and dad got to be black, bro. We ain't fucking with you. Like, yeah, if that's what you say, man, I guess. <laughs> if, that, if that's the requirements, I didn't know. I didn't know where that came yeah, from. I didn't. Like, I wasn't. I wasn't. Bo- I didn't choose my parents. <laughs> like, I don't think people don't understand that. Like, you know, I, that's why I just never just. I never just consider my. I'm, I'm prejudiced. I'm prejudiced and shit. Like, you know, I'm, I'm be honest with you. But racist, like, I've never found my race to be superior. I never found another race to be inferior. I'm not hateful towards any race, and it's hard for me to. It's hard for me to even. Want to be racist because the white people don't choose to be white, man. They were just born white. <laughs> Chinese you people at, just you born mad at Chinese. White. Like, nigga, why you born that way? Like, bro, like, I just my man's. I just got here. Like, I, I, just, I showed up and I was crying already. My man's. <laughs> what do you want me to say? There is nothing I can do about that, and it's just like, man, that's why it scares me that people hate people for being a certain color. It's like, bro, we all humans, man. Like, at the end of the day, that's one of the things in the Zeitgeist movie was like. You know, we're all citizens of Earth. You know, and and you know that's that's bottom line. We're citizens of Earth. And at the end of the day, you're a human being. You're a human being first. Everything else is just classifications, just to put you in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, you if you even want to, even if you don't want to identify with any with a certain sex, you're still a human. <laughs> you're still a human. Like just imagine if everybody just came out here. What if on the job application say human being or other? It's gonna get to that point. That's it, human being or other. And if you check other, this this interview gonna change, Bruh. Say so you you robot now, <sighs> a- alien. What's up? Everything you could easily make everything a social construct. Oh yeah. And you could easily make being a human a social construct because it's like, hmm, what makes you a human? I mean, <laughs> we can look it up and we can see a definition, but it's gonna be so easy to Do say. Do you bleed? Basically, I'm like, well, shit, dogs bleed too. This is true. Shit, chickens bleed, you know. So it, this shit crazy. People, I, can you I, fry I, human up with eleven herbs and spices? Shit, they did it in Jamestown. Chill, chill. chill, chill, chill. <laughs> Just saying, dog. You acting up. <laughs> uh, but before I go, man, I just I wanna I wanna say something about Infinity War again. Okay. Because uh, with that being the greatest comic book movie of all time, well, let me get this right. The greatest live action comic book movie of all time. Change my mind. Live action, okay. Yeah, I really feel like when I, the one thing that I can say that I didn't like about Thanos' plan, I really don't feel like balance is truly achievable. No. Like, I just don't think that balance is truly achievable. That's why I just really feel like it's, he's just sinister in general. Because I think he knows that. I mean, he's a fucking genius. He thought balance would, would have saved Titan. So therefore, he thinks balance will save the whole entire universe. I believe fate is fate, and you can't stop it. No, destiny is. He even said it. He said, "You believe in the universe, like the universe is gonna do what it's gonna do. Like no matter how you try to alter it or anything, at the end of the day, what's gonna be shall come to pass." And he said, "Dread it, run from it. Destiny is still arrive." He knows. So Titan was gonna was gonna crash regardless. It was gonna be like Krypton. It was gonna, it was gonna decim, it was gonna explode, it was gonna implode. He can't do anything about it. Couldn't save it. You can't save it. Just like him getting all the stones, it was destiny, bro. We weren't gonna stop him. Bro, when Joe Budden said the Avengers was getting washed while Thanos was still getting dressed, I swore, dog. <laughs> bro, <laughs> dog. He, said, he really. He said, I'm not in the hurry to fight no nigga named Thanos. I'm not, <laughs> 
this nigga said, still getting dressed, bro. He's still putting his rings on. Still putting these rings. Where my gloves at? God damn it. That's where's, where's, insane. Where's my God damn it. Trying to go. And, and I'm still, I'm, I'm still, even though I'm team cap, I have to bring over team Star-Lord now because niggas got to fall back on Star-Lord, bro, for what he did. Niggas, they, act, they don't niggas is history. not. No, they know his history. They just being dicks. They just being dicks. And I, I even had to say it on Vero. And like, I don't like to, to slander people, but I'm like, y'all ain't being honest right now. That's bullshit. Y'all acting like, a dude that's lost this much is just gonna be level headed all the time. It don't it don't take away from the fact that it was his plan. <laughs> I ain't gonna knock him. It's his plan. I'm just saying, bro. And I ain't. You wouldn't go get the glove off of him anyway. I don't care. Peter the punk ass wasn't gonna get the glove off of him because he close. came close. No cigar. Yeah, close is only good in horseshoes and hand grenades. Where this country shit go, bro. Golly. I'm country at heart, B. You country as fuck. Country at heart, man. But, uh, yeah, man. And uh, I guess the last thing I'm going to say, man, like I said, as podcasters, we have a responsibility to relay a message to the world that makes them realize that they're not alone. That's another thing that I really, I really want to say, too, because a lot of people listen to us and they're like, damn, you think like that, too? That's cool. Because a lot of people that they, a lot of people on a day to day basis that you talk to, People still be putting up a front. People be fake. And they can never really just truly be genuine with you because they don't want to get judged. But then people hear us just being ourselves on this podcast and like, damn, you know, that's why I fuck with y'all because y'all say shit that I can relate to. And that's what all, that's what shit matters because we're coming for. You actually have people that are walking around that aren't Instagram celebrities. And that, I think that's that what are, you have You have you walking around. Yeah. And it's, and it's good to know. That's why I'm like... I, I don't have a problem with Instagram famous people, but at the end of the day, man, it's funny to me. I was listening to uh, the episode with me, you, and uh, Fee, um, and I, and one thing there was one thing on there that was what we were talking about social media, and I was like, man, I'm really convinced now that if you truly want to have a, a good relationship, you got to ask yourself, how many celebrities have had successful relationships? And I say that because. As a person on social media now, you expose yourself to so many people. Because people forget what a celebrity is. A celebrity is just a popular person that's well-known. That's it. That's all a celebrity is. But once you start putting star, star, superstar, megastar, yeah, that's because they're highly known, have a lot of money now. But a person that's on Instagram that is able to be seen by millions of people, bro, you're in the spotlight now. Especially if Instagram is not private, so you're dealing with similar the similar pressures of a Ben Affleck or a Brad Pitt or a Will Smith. So why would you want to knowingly put yourself in that situation, knowing that most celebrity relationships fail? Now you're basically in something similar to a celebrity relationship too. Yours is probably gonna fail because it's not just between two people. No, no more. It's not anymore, and that's that's the biggest difference between a 21st century relationship and a 20th century relationship. 20th century relationships. Side chicks have always been around. Side niggas have always been around. But they weren't romanticized and publicized. You know, they're glorified now. Mm -hmm. But 30 years ago, you could have a side chick and, like, it would be hard as shit to find out. Social media has made the world small. Houston's small as shit, man. So small. Like, I hate, that's why I hated Facebook. not even Houston the world. Remember, we was in Vegas and ran into people from Houston. Like, oh, I know you from social media. Yeah. Just imagine, bro, if you could just go out. And just really just meet people in a fresh way. And, you know, it, it, yeah, it may suck that you may not be able to connect with them anymore unless you got their phone number. But 
just to know that, okay, I'm going to meet this person. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. They'll never see me again. It makes everything worthwhile. So you you really want to cherish that moment. I'm just saying, like, those are the good old days. Now everything is just bug. Like, it, it, sometimes shit don't even feel fresh anymore because somebody didn't put the whole experience on uh, on, on Snapchat or Instagram. Like, but at the end of the day, me, I, I'm still that type of person. I, I still want to go see that show. You can't really spoil a movie for me because I'm still going to go go watch it. But yeah. just remember, just think about if Infinity War came out 10 years ago and it was the same movie. People could actually go enjoy it for a whole month, probably. Niggas can't enjoy Infinity War no more. <laughs> Niggas, it's ruined two days later. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stay off social media. You gotta con- not contact anybody. It's like niggas know the whole movie. Cause I'm I'm actually going to see it again Sunday with my son, and like he already say I already know what's gonna happen, but I'm still gonna watch it because I want to actually see it. Yeah, and that's pretty much what you gotta get your mindset for now because. Everybody wants to be you first. Gotta, you got to determine your own feelings about it. Oh, definitely, definitely. That's yeah, definitely. But man, uh, I think that was a, uh, I think an hour's, hour and eight minutes is enough. Yeah, yeah. The piano. Put it in right yeah. now. My words of advice are just everybody out there that's dealing with any type of relationship or dealing with any type of friendship, just be fair. I think that's something that we're not doing a lot nowadays. People just, they don't know how to be fair anymore. I think if people really, really, really need to understand that being fair, along with other things in a relationship, will help it. But I really, really think being fair is starting to really trump a lot of things. Because when you apply being fair, when you apply fairness to communication, to love, to trust, you can get along, you can get far, you can get get pretty far. I mean, and always remember that fairness is pretty much a, if you wouldn't do it to somebody, then I mean, if, if you don't want somebody to do it to you, don't do it to somebody else. So that's pretty much it. That's it. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, my words of advice are um, gonna remain the same. You're never too old to mind your own damn business. Never. You're never too old to mind your own damn business. Tell me, drink a gallon of water. You've been peeing all day. Bruh. <laughs> had no time. No time to get into anybody else's business. I've said this numerous times. I'm said again. God made seven days. Four days for me to take care of my business and three days to stay out of yours. Make sure you use those days efficiently. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. We might be back sometime in the near future. Might be. <laughs> we'll might we'll be. see how it goes. Yeah. But until then, thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?